This is Window on the East, a podcast from BNE Intellinews. Subscribe at bne.eu. Hello and welcome to Window on the East with me, Ben Aris, the editor of BNE Intellinews. So I'm here with Campbell Bethwaite, um, who is the CEO, president, managing partner, managing partner of Fintech, a holding company that does fintech. Um, although it's recently been renamed to Redstone, you can see it at fintech.ru, uh, where they list a portfolio of different financial orientated websites and services, largely based in Russia. Yes, almost uh, exclusively based in Russia. Right. Well, let's start with Simple Finance, which is, as I understand it, um, an online way targeting SMEs as a way for them to raise finance effectively, easily and cheaply, which has been growing very fast. And you've already had a round of uh, private equity investment and issued a bond as well. That's correct. Yeah. So, yeah, please give me an outline on what exactly does it do and why is it needed? Absolutely. Well, maybe just take a step back uh, to, the, to, to the, con- the concept of both simple finance and what we're trying to achieve is that, that my view is that Russian small business, as the Russian economy diversifies and needs to find sources of growth, that will be beneficial to the SMB, small, medium-sized business segment. And so one of the initial genesis of this portfolio of companies was to identify uh, businesses that would benefit from the increasing number, growth, and, let's say, legalization of Russian small business. Right. But tell me, why do they need to go to this website to raise money? Why can't they just go to a bank? And where does the actual funds come from? So, Simple Finance, why would businesses go to Simple Finance? That's straightforward insofar as Simple Finance tries and makes financing ex- uh, ex- excuse me, accessible to small, medium-sized businesses. And so, what does that mean? To use a concrete example, if I run a small business and I go to a bank, Spare Bank or any of the major banks, and I do a loan application, first and foremost, most major banks will not lend to new businesses, unprofitable businesses, uh, businesses below a certain turnover. For example, we know that many of the major banks in Russia, it is not profitable for them, no matter what interest rate they use, to make a loan of less than 10 million rubles. Which so, is uh, how many dollars? Which is approximately about 150,000 US dollars. So <clears throat> if I'm a small business in need of money, banks are often not an option. And especially, uh, especially in Russia, where uh, a lot of people need things last minute, there's unexpected expenses or uh, clients that don't pay on time, and they need fast money. Mm-hmm. So a bank is probably going to review my application if I'm lucky, very lucky, maybe a week, mm-hmm. you know, most likely two to three weeks. And I have to fit into a very specific set of circumstances for them to provide me credit. So to answer your question, why Simple Finance, is that... All of our products are optimized for a credit decision within 24 hours, and some of them will actually provide from the minute of application to issuance, and that includes all credit checks, background checks, federal database checks, credit committees, from application to issuance, as in money in your bank account, in one hour. Wow. So who's at the other end of the site? I mean, who are the people with this money making these decisions and sending it to your bank account? So Simple Finance is an on-balance sheet lender. We have a peer-to-peer and off-balance sheet lender as well, but Simple Finance was started with the, with the simple concept that we want to make lending 
accessible and understandable to small businesses. And so we have raised money, most, uh, most of it from, from my fund and investors in that fund who are largely wealthy investors, uh, mostly Russian. And uh, so Finteco, or now Redstone, has funded the majority of Simple Finance's growth. Um, but we have been very fortunate uh, as Simple Finance to be able to convince um, other lenders, including banks, including uh, some com- corporate entities or other lenders. And more recently, we've now started, at, We, uh, as you mentioned, we received our first round of external private equity funding from SBI, which is SoftBank's uh, fintech arm, and uh, they've been very supportive. And so the capital so far has largely come from internal uses. And uh, So how, how big is the capital of the... Uh, you're effectively a bank, aren't you? I mean, how big is the capital? Well, Simple Finance is regulated by the central bank, so... So it's uh, actually registered, in effect, as a bank? No, it's not. In Russia, there are several different forms of financial institution licenses. So it's what's called a microcredit company. So it is one of the several steps. Um, The level... There are several levels, one of which is is a full banking license. Simple Finance does not have a full banking license. We may or may not apply for one in the future. Uh, but no, we are an, a regulated lending institution, which regulates who we can lend to, how we lend to, what checks, what financial norms we have to comply with, what reserves, what loss levels, uh, etc. So, fully regulated lender. Our regu- regulatory level allows us a degree of flexibility compared to, for example, for banks. Mm. Banks have different advantages. Mm. And what's the capitalization and how much money do you have to lend? So today, the lending portfolio of approved credit limits of Simple Finance is a little short of about $80 million. And your loan book, how big is that then? That is the loan book, book. yeah. And you have more resources to make more lends? Yeah. So we we try and plan our capital requirements well in advance. So uh, as I mentioned, so the the approved limits are are around $80 million. The actual... Uh, loan book today is probably about 20 to 30 percent less than that because obviously we have uh, reserves and uh, always want to keep some dry powder. But that's a lot of the that is a lot of what I and the CEO of uh, Simple Finance spend our time doing, which is ramping up. We have a fairly good idea now of the capital requirements we will have next year. We are already starting discussions about future equity rounds, additional financings. As you mentioned, we were uh, very excited to have our first uh, eurobond go out this month. How much did you raise? <clears throat> Sorry, this uh, this year, uh, we raised. That was a thirty million dollar euro bond. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's the classic way of funding this kind of lending is you go for the wholesale market and raise bonds uh, against the capital needs. You know, you can do that. This was an overseas bond or overseas. Yeah. Yeah, because then you can borrow. I mean, the classic bond banking model today has been you go overseas, you borrow, you borrow longer for cheaper. Yeah. And then you can relent here in this market at significantly higher rates and so make quite a nice margin. Although Absolutely. that game is changing now, the, the rates are coming down, are they not? Well, the Russian rates are coming down. Uh, if we're borrowing in the foreign markets, then we're not directly exposed to the Russian central bank rate. But our local lending activities are indeed impacted to some degree by the Russian central bank rate. Mm-hmm. But typically the products that we provide... Uh, again, it's so difficult for small businesses to to uh, access capital. They are in need of a lot of capital, and the products that we lend to that the the you know a couple of percentage changes in the central bank refinancing rate inf- influences some of our products, but not to the degree that it might say a much larger bank. What was the typical ticket size? 
It very much depends because Simple Finance uses uh, major products of four different products. So trade receivables factoring, where we finance our clients in advance of them receiving invoices paid by their clients, for example, supermarket chains. The second uh, most largest product is tender loan. So we finance our clients to participate in government or state-owned company tenders. Uh, third client, a third category is asset-based lending. So essentially, we're lending against real estate that's been deposited or commercial uh, mortgage. And the fourth and smallest category tends to be unsecured loans. So this is for a business that has a strong track record, and they tend to be quite small. But it's often bridging loans to uh, help with payroll or uh, finance to help them then perform a government tender that they may have won. So still, ticket size hundred thousand dollars. The average across the portfolio, uh, the average loan today is probably about two and a half million rubles. So give or take. Thirty thousand ish dollars. Right, and you say, for example, the unsecured loans are made against companies with a strong track record, but at the same time, you're saying that the loan can be approved in an hour. Mm-hmm. So I'm presuming this is a score-based system, which you have some faith in, if you'll be able to make credit decisions that fast. Is that the case? Yes. Yeah, so for each product, there's a slightly different uh, scoring system, uh, but. We are very proud of our scoring system. In fact, in the two and a half years that Simple Finance has been operating, our default level is zero across all products. So So no NPLs at all? No NPLs. No NPLs at all. Ever. That's amazing. It is. We we find it pretty amazing. (laughs) And that, you say, is a function of of the uh, the scoring system, you think, is very... It's a function of the credit analysis. Uh, In fact... You know, what this allows us to do is, is, is my view and the CEO of Simple Finance's view is that, in fact, our um, credit scoring is probably a little too aggressive. Mm-hmm. Now, we have uh, extraordinary growth and, and I, I see practically unlimited opportunities in this market, but we also see a time and, and, and a way that we can start to relax those, those scoring criteria um, because I would argue that a credit company that has a zero default uh, level means that you're being too restrictive yeah. in your lending practices. And furthermore, today, one of the things that we're doing is we're actually investing a lot in algorithms, machine learning, and AI to actually help us not only with the credit soaring, but also with potential fraud areas, also to identify uh, additional products that may be interesting for our client base. And so that is that is something that in 2018 will be, as we launch more products, will be uh, extremely beneficial, I believe, to both our credit uh, portfolio and our growth. You mentioned um, the state-owned banks <coughs> deal with a lot of the small business. And, you know, I've heard this many times. I mean, Spare is just, like, not worth our time because it's, it's too much effort to, to, mm-hmm. to keep, you know, and organize all these small ones. But there, there are and, and have been small uh, commercial banks who haven't, and I'm thinking pro-business, for example, mm-hmm although they recently had their license removed for whatever reason. But, you know, but that kind of bank was specifically targeting SMEs and that, that the, the M part, the middle-sized yep. companies, are actually particularly attractive because they have a ticket size that's sufficiently large mm-hmm. for a bank to actually make a decent return on. Sure. 
And moreover, those companies, a lot of them are very keen not to go to state-owned banks because they simply just don't want the government knowing what they're doing. <laughs> that, that is a Russia-specific problem, yeah. But you're um, disruptive in so much as you're taking on that role, and those banks um, have to, by default, be in commercial charge more than the state-owned banks. Um, but you're, you're specifically attacking, attacking that part of the market of the banking sector which is actually struggling a little bit already. But, I mean, to what extent is this disruptive? I mean, to what extent do you compete with those commercial banks? Simple Finance both competes and cooperates with banks. And let me give you an example. We compete with banks uh, most frequently in our factoring products and our asset-based lending products because those tend to be larger ticket sizes. And they're the comp we argue that most of the competition that we do is not on price, it's on service and speed, mm -hmm. which is what we invest a lot of time and effort into our systems. So that's areas where we do compete directly against the banks. But we also sidestep in a lot of ways and also complement. So let me give you ex two examples. So where we sidestep the banks is according to central bank regulations, there are a list of about 12 criteria that banks must consider when making loans of any size. And if, a, if their client doesn't satisfy all of those criteria, then their reserves that they have to reserve from their capital is 100% of the loan quality, right? right. And so, of the, of the loan value, excuse me. And so, no matter how strong or good or large or long-standing that business is, if they don't satisfy all of those criteria, and that includes profitability, time in the market, characteristics of its general director, its uh, credit history, its um, balance sheet ratios, it's very hard for a small business um, in, in this country where uh, to, to satisfy all of those criteria. And so banks cannot profitably lend to that customer. Because they have to put so much money aside yeah. as a prudential... Yeah, for uh, them to reserve that much capital... Which eats up their capital and stops them doing other business. Exactly, exactly. So in that segment, we are uh, servicing clients that it is not profitable for them to serve, but, but may be very attractive. Do, do you have the risk. same prudential requirements on you? If, you? if you give a loan, do you have to put you know, 100% of the loan aside as a no. prudential reserve? Because we're a microcredit company... We are not. We are subject to different reserve requirements. We also have reserve requirements, but not those specific loans. And, and again, the CEO of Simple Finance is very um, innovative in targeting which niches we can profitably uh, operate in, which is beneficial to our clients and the economy, but without creating uh, additional credit risk. And an example where we work with the banks, so we are in negotiations right now with a couple of different banks to connect our peer-to-peer -peer lending platform called Simplify, which is related to Simple Finance, and that's an off-balance sheet lender. But this is where transaction scoring and our technological platform comes to the fore. We have the ability to integrate our platform through API into those bank platforms, and if larger banks, especially, especially state-owned banks, who cannot profitably give loans less than about 10 million rubles, to their client base, we can do automated scoring on their client portfolio, offer credit products, which benefits all parties. Mm -hmm. Simple Finance gets a new credit client, the bank will get commission from that uh, transaction and the client gets access to capital. So in a way you facilitate smaller loans for big banks that can't do them on their own by yeah. just taking all the work off. And then the prudential requirements then fall on you, not the big bank. That's correct, the credit risk is ours. Right, so it's a way of making money out of people that can't make money out of it. Absolutely. And there, there are actually so many examples. In, in the government tender sphere, right, um, we have a new product coming out called Tender Hub. 
this is this is an example where financial innovation in the Russian market and our ability to both work with and around banks is at the forefront. If you're a business and you're competing for government or state-owned contracts, there are a number of large tender platforms you need to apply to. We've created a website where you provide two pieces of information, your taxpayer identification number and the, and the, the number of the auction you want to participate in. Yeah. With those two pieces of information, we will run, and your permission, we will run credit checks, applications, backgrounds, and all the rest, and immediately provide you with pre-approved tender loan to be able to compete in that auction, a bank guarantee, which you require if you win that auction, and uh, in Russian what's called the Zaimnispolnenia, a tender fulfillment loan to give you the capital that you need to go and hire the tools, equipment, or whatever it is to fulfill that contract. That is unheard of in the Russian market, and that is instantaneous. To step back a bit, this is actually kind of crazy in so much as here we are in this ginormous country, which is massively overbanked, six, seven hundred uh, banks, with a lot of money, um, and the government itself is pushing promotion of SMEs. You know, basically they want to have sort of a mm-hmm. German model with you know middle strand, yeah. and it's not going very well. And yet, if I'm a Russian small enterprise, I, despite all these banks, you know, with lots of capital, I can't actually get any money from them. That is an unfortunate paradox. And this is a function what, of the inefficiency of the system, of the cost of capital, or the fact that the few state-owned banks account for 80-90% of all the assets uh, in the banking sector? That's a complicated question because traveling around the world, I hear the same complaints all over the world. If you go to the US, you'll hear exactly the same thing, and it's driving a lot of the fintech revolution in the US. You know, banks are not good for small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, in all honesty, I believe that were a bank to focus on this segment and understand exactly what they're doing uh, and exactly what products they want to offer um, and exactly what segments they want to target, there's no reason that banks can't compete effectively, but it requires a definitive rethink and retooling and significant investments in technology. Um, There's no reason a bank can't invest in the same tools that that we do. And regulatory requirements aside, um, they certainly have easier access to capital. Um, but it requires a, a full-on rethink about how they approach business. So what you're doing, how does Russia compare to states, Europe, in terms of this technology and these services? I mean, is it lagging, equal, or...? You mean across the, across the yeah. market? Um, I actually find, by and large, a lot of the banking services that I receive in, in Russia, uh, you know, using my personal accounts or even some of the business accounts, functionality and speed-wise is far superior to other markets that I've worked in. And that's the leapfrog effect. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to go through the iterations. You Not dealing with checks, straight, exactly. Straight to state. Yeah, yeah. So there are benefits. There are other things like the capital controls, uh, value control, like foreign currency controls, um, and some of the documentation requirements, which I personally find extremely outdated. But I think every market has its pros and cons. Give me a sense of the dynamic. I mean, it sounds like the business is growing very fast. Just how fast is it growing? Uh, I would say that in the current moment, uh, Simple Finance's port- lending portfolio is growing or has the potential to grow at about $5 million a week. Gosh. Yeah. And you can keep that up for? Um, look, there is a lot of seasonality to the Russian market, but we predict at least double growth for the foreseeable future. And tell me a little bit about uh, Simplify, the, which is a peer-to-peer lending um, service. And 
again in in Russia, it's kind of traditional that you would turn to friends and family yeah. from the Soviet era. It's like yeah. you know, you need money and you can raise. And also, the the indebtedness of the of the population has not been a problem because it's been on an order of magnitude of a month, two months worth yep. of equivalent of wages. Where yep. in the states, your, your average indebtedness is a year's worth of mm-hmm. wages, and consequently, in the states, you're you're forced to go to a bank to bail yourself out of your trouble. Right. But traditionally, in in Russia, <clears throat> you just go to friends and family, and the Russians have this joke like, "I'm poor. I'm really poor." I'd better change the dollars <laughs> because everybody has this reserve of cash yeah. under their bed, and so there is actually a pool. But um, simplify is sort of tapping into that in a way, isn't it? And taking that mentality of lending to your friends and neighbours a little bit further. That's certainly true. So peer to peer is a concept that some people are familiar with in Russia. There have been a number of uh, of projects that. Are trying to address uh, you know, individual peer-to-peer lending. So, you know, an individual needs uh, assistance for you know, a renovation project or to consolidate debt and things like that. So, Simple Finance and our affiliates, and indeed most of our businesses, don't deal with individuals. So, we are our, our clients are businesses, especially the SMB segment. And so, Simplify is trying to do uh, is trying to make accessible borrowing for products that. Um, are parallel, especially at, at smaller check sizes that we can very quickly automate and put onto our essentially our loan marketplace that are of a reliable credit quality, that are measurable scoring, and that people can feel comfortable uh, providing some of their capital to fund a pool of these different types of loans. So who are the people who put in the capital, the, the investors? So far, I mean, the project is in its infancy, but there are over 100 different investors now, the majority of which are simply individuals who earn a decent amount of uh, money and they want to put a portion of their income into these pools of loans because the interest rates are quite attractive. So yeah, I was going to say, I mean, what's the return? Typically between about 30 and 40% annual, right. annualized. Right. Yeah, which for a small business requiring, let's face it, small, the small business segment is risky, but with Simple Finance's track record, loss portfolio, and and the fact that Simple Finance also participates as a lender in our marketplace uh, to some degree, uh, helps to give that trust to uh, to other lenders to say, you know what, this this looks good, and given I can put my money in the bank and earn three or four percent, thirty or forty percent for a small portion actually seems like a good idea. And the default rate so far is default rate was also zero, but I will I will caveat that saying is you know so far we have been providing loans on that platform for about six months, uh, and the volume is relatively low. Whereas so the loan portfolio is happy. It's it's in the it's in the low double digit million uh, rubles. The dynamic, of the, the low rates of growth of it. Um, this is partially because we we always take the philosophy that I don't want to spend a year or so developing a highly advanced technological and regulated market product and then see if the market's going to like it or not. Mm. So wherever possible, both in simple finance and our other projects, I try and as quickly as humanly possible, get a working prototype, even if that's a website backed by an Excel file, to understand is, is this a project, is this a product that people are that people want and they're prepared to pay for? I, I would probably argue that none of our pro- products have been a hit from the first minute. We constantly have an iterative process um, because we're, 
we're offering products that are not generally exclusive to the market, but we're doing it in different ways. And the Russian market, as are most markets, are very specific. Tender loans, as I mentioned, the reason that we can offer them in one hour is not necessarily because there's a great difference between 30 minutes and one hour and one hour and a half, but we know from experience that four hours is a competitive disadvantage. Mm. And so you need to test it, it's you know if i was in if i was doing uh, e-commerce or online projects it'd be it'd be a b testing you really need to test a number of products so simplify started out with a very straightforward concept of of, of straightforward cash flow loans mm-hmm. problem is is the to do true uh, deep credit analysis takes too long people lose interest mm-hmm. and so uh, simplify actually last week launched a new product loans for $5000 Guaranteed to be, uh, if, if approved, guaranteed to be on the site within two hours. Mm. Right? And so there has been, uh, even in the last few days since we launched it, it's been significant uptake. And in the background, we're busily automating absolutely everything we can do because our plans for that are so much bigger. We're already in, in talks with, uh, like I said, banks to, to be able to connect that product via technology to their API, uh, to, this, to transaction scoring on their clients. Mm. On the other hand, we have banks financial institutions, brokerages, who are very excited to provide us with money. Last thing then, how do you market this? Is it just word of mouth? Because the Russians are a bit tech crazy. They, they, they love all of this stuff. <laughs> got, you know, everybody has an iPhone. Yeah. Everybody has an iPad, and they expect everything to be online. And uh, how do you market this? Some products uh, are marketed. Uh, some, it depends on the product. Some are direct-to-client marketing. Uh, and so, for example, the peer-to-peer uh, is indeed a direct client marketing. We haven't launched a lot of marketing for that product because we're still in pilot, and I think we'll still be there for about the next six months or so. Um, other products uh, are marketed uh, particularly through brokers, yeah. and some are old-fashioned sales teams, especially trade receivables factoring. Right? Uh, it's a, it's for, if you're a small business who's selling fruits and vegetables to a supermarket chain you're often not the most financially sophisticated customer. So it takes a while for one of our people to call you up and go, do you realize you could sell three or four times as many fruits and vegetables? And they're like, no. And you're like, no, yes, you can do it this way. And they're like, it's voodoo. It's like, well, it's actually not voodoo because it's this and that. And it's like, well, what's in it for you? I'm like, well, we're making a percent on the money. And it takes a long time to to show them that this product actually works. And then, yes, there's a lot of, in Russian, what they call serafane radio, the word of mouth. Um, And in other cases, it is, especially for a lot of our clients, it's access to capital. It is truly that, you know, some some clients come to us as a, not a lender of last resort, exactly, but because they don't have any obvious alternatives. And then they will come back and back and back again, especially in our tender loans. We have clients to whom we have given, individual clients that we have given over 50 loans to. Uh, So there's a lot of repeat business and we believe that's driven by our focus on technology, service, price where possible. But again, we're not a bank. Our cost of capital is higher than a bank. But by making it accessible to giving money when people need it and in the amounts that they need it and with the certainty that they can receive it, um, that's and and at a speed at which a decision they can use uh, we feel, and our client feedback is that that's a lot more valuable to them. And so, you know, word of mouth, regular uh, marketing, and, and broker relationships. Fantastic, Jim. I wish you all the best. Sounds very exciting. Thanks very much, Ben. Pleasure.